it's Lynn Martin and welcome to this week's episode of Bedhead and Beery Eyes, the podcast. Hey friends, it's Sunday. That can only mean one thing. I'm in the studio and here to share a few thoughts with you um, just to see if I can help you step through some of those barriers that might be holding you back and get your life moving forward. Today I want to talk about something that has been a theme in my life for some number of years now um, and it's quite often is the answer when people come to me and say, Len, how do you stay so motivated? And I know that many in my community make it one of the first go-to topics to study when they want to start getting their life moving forward. And that topic is called the compound effect. So what the compound effect really in, in, intends to do is to try and introduce into anybody's individual life some key routines. And that has the goal of eradicating some of the old habits that might be just keeping you back. It's important because it helps you to gain and maintain motivation. And that's where I find it just helps me to uh, make sure that I don't get overwhelmed with all these huge goals that I'm trying to um, achieve at the moment. But people do struggle. And people struggle because quite often they leave it too late to start on a new journey. They get to the stage of desperation, whether that's in terms of leaving a relationship or moving home or starting a new job or starting on a health and fitness journey. Most people leave the hard decisions to the last possible minute. And quite often they have to get to the stage that there's no alternative absolutely every alternative they've tried and now they know they're going to have to do something bold, something brave and something quite radical. And sadly, that is why many of us do fail at the first hurdle. Um, it means that we quite often change a lot of things at one time, which is very, very difficult to cope with, very overwhelming. And if even if the intentions are good, um, you, you quite often find that you just run out of steam within the first couple of days. So what I want to do is just take you through a couple of scenarios, give you a few steps to make you think about how you might be able to approach change in a slightly different manner, a couple of do's and don'ts, and then how I manage to stay on track um, when things get hard. Because funny enough, they get hard for me too. I am a serving officer. I do have huge um, commitments to adhere to in terms of my career, but through the compound effect, I managed to keep my life moving forward on an absolute balance keel most of the time. Um, and when it does get difficult, I know I'm resilient enough to be able to get through. So, first of all, you will hear me talking about it all the time, and it is the phrase baby steps. And I use this when I'm describing anybody. Um, in, the, in their introduction into one of my programs. So my nutrition program or a fitness program, I say baby steps. We've all been brainwashed into expecting, you know, these 21 day lose a stone type diets and fitness plans. That's not sustainable change. That isn't going to be the solution that's going to get you a healthy lifestyle. It might get you in that dress for the wedding that you're waiting to go to, 
Um, it might get you in that bikini for the beach shot if you're not already happy with, with the way you are. But when you were talking sustainable, prolonged change, which requires daily motivation, trying to get quick results just isn't going to work. Slow and steady is the way and making sure that you are always thinking what's going well, what's not going so well. And when you, there is something that's not going so well, being honest enough with yourself to think about how you could do it different to make it work for you. So as I said previously, if you leave it too late and you've got this huge mountain to climb in a short period of time, it's always going to be dif more difficult than if you get started before that scenario or that moment starts. If you can take an, a really gradual run into a new healthy lifestyle, it's much, much more likely to be fun. It's much more likely to um, be achievable and it's much more likely to stick. And the best example of this is your New Year's resolution. Hands up right now if you've managed to get to the 31st of January and stuck to your New Year's, New Year's resolution. Because I know I have never managed it. I think three days and not then I'm like, well, I know I'm going to fail at some point, so I might as well just give up now. Or even if I have managed it, by the time I get to the 1st of February, it is completely off the the wagon, alcohol's being consumed, I'm sitting in front of a huge bowl of ice cream thinking, well done me, and I start the annual cycle of putting all the weight that I've lost in a month back on again. And normally, it ends as you get older anyway, um, by the time you get to December, you're just that two pound heavier than you were on the, the 31st of December the year before. It's this ongoing cycle of um, gain and loss that just is not good for our body and it's definitely not good for our mindset. But if you take the compound effect um, approach, what you do is you make small changes to your routines daily, weekly, monthly, you stick to a plan and the accumulation of even doing 20 minutes exercise at a much less intense um, effort level over the period of 365 days even if you only work out three days a week, is still accumulated more time, more energy, um, more calories burned than if you go bang out for the first week and then lose your, lose your weight in the first month and put it all back on again. So that is my secret. It's probably not a big surprise to anybody, but it's definitely a mindset shift because the temptation to do more when you feel good after a workout to do a second workout is what I try to discourage. Our programs are so perfectly designed, scientifically backed, so that if you eat the plan, nice and nutritious, you won't get hungry provided you're doing sensible level of exercise every day with your planned rest days. So what I would say, if you do want some steps, the first thing, if you're gonna take some notes to write down is, take it easy. You've got to put the foot on that brake. You've got to pace yourself. Our brains are wired to resist difficult events. So our approach that's no pain, no gain is a surefire way to make our brains just say enough. It's too much effort, no motivation. It's all too much like hard work and, uh, and you don't get any further than the first hurdle. 
The second thing is set yourself up for success. So think about, first of all, what can you change easily? So where are you not so fussed? If you have got a sugar addiction, maybe that's not the first thing that you want to change. Maybe you could just introduce uh, more water into your routine, better night's sleep, and you could reduce your alcohol or just reduce your portion size. So rather than going to the most difficult task first, actually set yourself up for success by doing the little changes um, so that you have much more of a success rate chance. And work out what you already know about yourself. So if you know where your weaknesses are, for me, it's definitely horrible. Um, And if I have them in the house, I know it's going to fail. I know I cannot know that there's horrible in the house without me eating it. I am completely aware of that. And therefore, we don't have it in the house. That's the only way that I can manage that part of my personality. And I'm sure a better person can overcome that much easier. But I kind of see it as that's my it's my weakness. That's my one thing that I can't have in the house. Um, so I just don't keep it there. So if you work out what your weaknesses are, work around them. Think about the compound effect. Think about the simple little changes, the easy wins. They are not that fussed with cheese. Therefore, I'll stop having cheese in the house. All those little things all start to move the needle forward. And if you're consistent, so rather than it just being five days a week, make it seven days a week. So rather than having these um, really strict diets that you follow, in my case, from nine to five, Monday to Friday, because you couldn't get to the fridge, and then ruin it all either in an evening or at a weekend, by just holding back on that restriction a little bit and letting yourself have some of the nice things so that you're still enjoying life, you're still enjoying food, you're still making good choices, it means you're not going to feel quite so restricted and therefore your brain's not going to be feeling quite as challenged and therefore um, it won't resist just settling into that new habit. And my biggest tip for you is celebrate. Celebrate all the wins. So at the end of a day, think about a way that you can take time to celebrate because you've stuck to maybe not overtraining and not over dieting. And then at a weekend or at the end of the month, think of a way that you can have a family event together, maybe go to the park or go to the forest and snap some really happy family moments. But think of ways that you can celebrate just sticking to what I would say is an 80% plan. So there are some other things that you need to be able to do or not do in order to make this work. So any form of change that you're going to introduce in your life, as I say, I use the exercise and I use the um, the fitness as a good example because it's where I expend most of my efforts. But it, it's exactly the same for any amount of significant change in your life. Know your why. Be absolutely certain and clear on why it is you want to start this new routine, this new journey, um, and these new set of habits so that you can introduce this change to your life. Just losing weight isn't enough. How is it going to make you feel? What is it that you're going to be able to do that you can't do now? What benefit is it going to give to you and your family? Um, And be that buying a new house or selling a house or downsizing or downsizing a car, all these decisions to change, we need to be able to know why. And one of the most important things about knowing your why 
is that it sets an environment for success and for lack of guilt because we don't always know we're making the right decisions. But if we know exactly why we're making the decisions and we're making those decisions within our values, then even if we do get to the end and it's not the end result we were looking for, we know we did it with the best intentions. And that linked in with our why is a really, really strong motivation and provider for you. Tell people around you what your intentions are. You know, if you're trying to save money or cut down alcohol or lose some weight or eat some more vegetables or cut out takeaways or um, swapping to no alcohol beers, you know, tell the people that are around you what it is you're trying to do and try and help them to understand the why. Because we're all programmed within our social groups to support each other, really. But actually, we quite often try to make lightheartedness out of these sort of serious situations where you really want to change. And people say, but you don't need to change, but you're just lovely the way you are. But oh, can you not just be happy the way you are? You need to be able to understand why and communicate to your friends why and ask them for your support so that but they don't turn up with a bottle of wine. And if they do it's a, um, turn up at the door with a bottle of wine, perhaps um, it's a, a low alcohol or a no alcohol version so that they're respecting your intentions, supporting you on your journey. Again, I'm going to say it again, celebrate the wins. <laughs> Make sure you take time to celebrate, 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 because without embedding those positive feelings and emotions in what it is you're doing, those behaviours will not transfer into new healthy habits. My biggest way of being able to keep on track is to make sure I've got a plan written down. So as I said, this is we're talking here about daily actions, small tweaks to our daily routines that are going to accumulate over a prolonged period of time and invoke a different destination for us. So I would have it written down nice and clear. First of all, what is your why? Remember what that is. Remind yourself each day. But then just add what it is you're going to change. So what are you going to achieve today that you're going to then replicate? So even if it's just putting a pound in a pot, have it written down why you're putting the pound in the pot and have it somewhere nice and clear so that you can remind yourself every day because we do wake up and go into our um, automatic mode and forget. So whatever it is that you're trying to change, make sure it's somewhere nice and obvious, written down so you know exactly what it is, not just lose weight. What is it you're going to do? So remind yourself, don't buy crisps, stay away from the biscuit tin. And that one tiny action over time will make huge difference to the end result. Uh, so know your why, tell people what you're trying to achieve and why if you can, celebrate the small wins, write it all down and have a proper plan. That is how you manage to build motivation into your intentions and stick to it for life because that obviously is the, the goal. So make sure you've got that for life in your mindset. What is it you can do today that you can change that you think you could sustain for life? And that's why it needs to be small changes. And there's no harm in reviewing it weekly, monthly, annually to say, okay, that's a habit now. How can I do even better? What small change can I start now that'll make it even better? So I also have talked about things you shouldn't do. Just to summarize on those, don't leave change until it's too late. It is 
really, really difficult when you are emotionally stressed for whatever reason, because your business is going bankrupt, because your bank account's empty, because your relationship's offline, because you have been told by the doctor that you are at risk of lifestyle-related illness. That is a really emotional time. Please don't leave it till it gets to that stage. If you have an inkling or if you've tried to change and failed, you know today you have to take action. Don't leave it too late. Just change something, something tiny that will just get that needle pointing in the right direction. Don't ignore your weaknesses. Write them down. Be absolutely honest with yourself. How are you going to fail at this? What part of your personality is going to let you down? And then just plan some responses for that. So if it's a three o'clock, I'm tired, I'm going to have chocolate moment. Make sure that you understand that that's going to happen, that you acknowledge it, that you don't fire straight into that moment and then have your chocolate and then feel guilty for the rest of the day, week, month and stay away from your, your um, progress. Make sure you've got a healthy alternative ready to go or an activity to introduce to distract you and stop you falling down that hole. It's the only way that you can get over the weaknesses in your current habits is by make, by trying to reinstall uh, some new ones. Don't expect quick results. Everybody I talk to on my workout plans expect to lose weight really rapidly. Now, I have no doubt that if abused, the nutrition plans I have could cause rapid weight loss. I lost a lot of weight very quickly because I had the underlying muscle structure from years, decades of working out. I had been working really hard to keep the extra two stone on because I was consuming sugar and alcohol. That's all I had to remove from my diet to, to drop that weight. And it did happen very quickly. However, if you haven't got that same metabolism, you can't expect the same results. And I always say we're looking 12 months from now, you know, we're, we're looking six months before you start feeling the energy change. And we're looking 12 months before you really can see a big difference. And that's not to say there won't be small gains. There is after every, you know, every program that you do, you'll be able to do a certain move with much more confidence, with much more skill and much more strength. But the actual Yahoo moment is 12 months away. Um, and that's because we're not taking an extreme approach. So last thing that I want to, to touch on is if you're listening to this thinking, I wish, I've already said, don't leave it too late, but also don't look for permission to get started. If you're going to go to your group of friends and ask them what they think, be prepared for their response because they're not you. They don't understand the, the, the true problem that you're trying to solve. They don't understand what it feels like to be you. And we are naturally inclined to go seeking the answers that sit with the least amount of energy needing expended. So all you will need to do is find one friend that says, you don't need to lose any weight. And your whole conscience will go, oh, you're right. I don't need to lose any weight. I'm happy the way I, I'm. I'm happy the way I am. I'm, I'm fine. I just need to love myself just the way I am. 
And that's what I'm saying about going back to your why and being absolutely clear on what your why is. You know, if you're trying to get out of a relationship and people say, oh, but you're so lucky to have a relationship in a lovely family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really lucky. I'm really lucky to have somebody. There's plenty of people out there that are worse than me. I'm just going to stick it out. If you haven't got your why absolutely nailed, then you're going to be able to drift from it. You're going to be able to talk down from it and you're not going to be able to stay on track. And that's why you have to be absolutely clear what it is you're trying to achieve by when. So don't leave it too late. Don't ignore your weaknesses. Don't expect results too quickly. And do not look for permission to start. When things get tough, you need to have people around you that are going to support you on your journey to a better life. And only you can make that happen. It's not easy. And again, it won't happen overnight. But by being absolutely clear and making these small commitments to yourself, these small daily choices to make one good choice over a negative or to stick to one routine over the easy answer, that's when you'll start moving towards your goal without overwhelm, without any requirement to quit because it'll all be completely sustainable. The reason I designed my Magpie morning routine is because by doing something every single day for 90 days, there is no way you can't change. So if you do meditation every single day for 10 minutes until for 90 days, you will absolutely learn something. You will have a much, much calmer um, life and, and mind. Uh, there is, there's just no way that you can't experience the calm that comes with meditation. And if you use guided meditation, you can learn a whole host of new responses to scenarios that you face in your life. If you tell yourself every day in an affirmation that you are strong, that you are capable, that you are resilient, you cannot not learn from that. You, It will seep in. It will not happen overnight, but over time, your confidence will grow. Your belief in yourself and your focus and your, um, your new future will absolutely embed. Gratitude, just stopping every day for a second to be thankful for what you have and the things around you over time creates a much more positive mindset, which seeks out joy and happiness rather than misery and remorse personal development. And I would say, start with the compound effect. It is an absolutely fantastic read or listen. It really does get to the, the bottom of what impact tiny, tiny changes can have. And if you're not clear on your why, get your vision board out, use your imagination, get it on there, what good looks like, and then map visually your journey to getting to that point so you can celebrate those small wins. And exercise, exercise, exercise. Walk an extra mile, you know, do an extra couple of press ups, whatever level you're at, just push it a tiny bit each day and you will not regret the effort. You will get results 18 months from now. The accumulation of tiny changes today will give you a future that you will hardly even recognize. I hope that's been really helpful. I've gone a bit longer than I thought. I am so, so passionate about this um, because it really is the foundation block for everything I've achieved. There's no way as a working mum that I could build two businesses alongside working full-time and raising two kids if it wasn't for the compound effect and spreading my efforts out daily. So if you're building a business, 
and you haven't got a mentor to help you grow within the realms of your capacity, give me a shout. I'm absolutely happy to have a one-on-one consultation and just give you a few tips that fit your current scenario. I hope you've enjoyed listening and I'll speak soon. Okay, everyone, I hope you enjoyed this session here on Bedhead and Bleary Eyes, the podcast. If you like this type of thing, go and look me up on my website where I'll direct you to even more content related to the topic I've discussed today. If you want to start your journey, you can find out more at bedheadandblearyeyes.com to get started. Join me in my accountability groups if you would like daily access to me and my community, plus live coaching calls and the most life-changing programs you will find.